Yo, 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 what's up, God's people? I'm your host, Jay Will. This is Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. But you already know that, though. Hopefully, y'all feeling good, man. We got a great show on deck tonight. It is actually five years that we've been doing a podcast today. Inspire God's People is five years old. Thank you to all the people who show love on Facebook and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Telling us happy pod day. And um, I'm not a super celebratory person. Like, I don't really celebrate my birthday over the top, all that stuff. So we're going to keep it chill. We're not doing like some anniversary episode of the podcast. But today we're going to talk a lot about commitment, right? So when I was kind of, you know, being introspective today and thinking about the journey of Inspire Guys People and how I can you know, uh, talk about that in a productive way that's going to help you versus just having a show where we are celebrating, you know, being five years old. I wanted to make sure that it was something that could add value to your life today, which is always a goal. So I have my homeboy, Lavelle Neal, that I'm going to bring in shortly. Lavelle has been a part of Inspire Guys People since the very beginning of the show five years ago, uh, and he has never been a guest since we've been doing video. So that, I thought that was a dope way just to kind of like bring together the uh, the five year um, kind of celebration. That's as far as we're going to go with that. We're going to get into our normal kicking it and talking and again, bringing you some some things that add value to your life. That is ultimately the goal of this show is to inspire you. If you knew, look, or watching this on the replay, whatever, listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, just know this. We don't get into the gossip and all that. We got 190 plus episodes over the last five years. We're going to talk a lot about what we've built, what we've done. But also, again, the whole goal is to add value in your life and inspire you. And if you're somebody who's out there and you're on this journey and this path and trying to figure life out, like a lot of us are, um, sometimes we need things like I know we get the jokes and the memes and all that every day. But sometimes, like if, if we being real, you need something that you can turn to and listen to to keep you going towards your goals, your purpose, um, your dreams, your calling, whatever God has created you to do. And so that's what this show is about. It's going to be no different today. So let's jump into it. I'm going to bring my homeboy Lavelle Neal in and, uh, you know, let's get the show started. Lavelle, what's up, bro? What's up, sir? And what's up, Inspire, Inspire God's people, the audience? Yeah, yeah. Whew. What's up, y'all? Listen, I, I, you know, some of you all have never seen me. You've heard me and you get a chance to see. Now you get the chance to see the anointing. It's very rare that you see. I, I, you all are probably looking at just a white screen right now because it's just the glory. Yeah, the, the white Inspire Guys People logo in the background, if you're listening. Um, man, it's it. look, on some real stuff, though, like I'm excited to have you on the show today because again you've been a part of inspire guys people since the very beginning and maybe before we wrap up today's show you know we had jumped into uh, some of the journey and maybe we'll kind of reminisce on some things but i really want to get into adding value into people's lives i will tell you this again if you haven't seen lavelle lavelle how many shows episodes you think you've been on since we were in audio like what would you guess uh i my guess would be 20. Yeah, I'm thinking 20 to 25 yeah. shows Lavelle has co-hosted. So make sure as you checking out Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, anything that you listen to on audio. Before we just got the video, you know, just a couple, what, months ago? We've been doing video for about two months. So we'll talk about all that. But let's jump into the show. So Lavelle, I'm going to kick us off here. Okay. I was thinking, like, again, I think because it's like, you know, five years for Inspire Guys people, I'm thinking about commitment and and maybe because that was the one thing that stuck out for me is like, how do we get to five years? Number one, it's like a lot of time went by things like that, but how do we get there? And I think commitment was the number one thing. When I started this show, believe it or not, this was my commitment. It was in October and I was what, of 2018. Mm. I mean, of 2017, I mean, 2017, if we five years old, it was yes. October. And I said, give me 12 weeks. Mm. I was like, if I can produce a show for 12 weeks and enough people actually listen, I'll keep going. But if I didn't prove my concept and uh, do a proof of concept in that first 12 weeks, 
I was actually never going to continue with the podcast. So mm -hmm. I had kind of a, a time frame commitment to get me going. And once we were going 12 weeks and I was like, oh, people are actually listening to this show. And we started growing month over month, year over year, so on and so forth. Um, here we are five years later uh, celebrating the show. But commitment. So the first thing I believe, and I'm curious about your opinion on this, is commitment isn't always long term. Now, with some things we're going to talk about, mm -hmm. commitment is long term. But I mm -hmm. do believe in business is called proof of concept, where if you have an idea, you go and prove it first. And then you go forward with it. So I'm just curious, what do you think about that? Whether it's your, you know, your own life or just business or ideas, entrepreneurship, um, whatever it may be. What do you think about that? Or do you disagree with the fact that I'm saying not all commitment is long term commitment? No, no, no. I think um, I think we were taught back in school that we're to make short term goals that lead to long term goals. You know, uh, that's that's what we do. You know, you make you say, OK, I'm going to I'm going to stick to this for two months. OK. Right. And then once you do that, then you make bigger commitments. So I think the little commitments actually help develop the larger commitments. Got you. And so basically you can have short term commitments with a purpose to enhance what the long term commitment does. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, again, for Inspire Guys people, it was 12 weeks. That was the time. So I'm trying to give you all something right away here. Mm -hmm. If you got business ideas or you out here in life trying to figure out, like, how do I go after this idea? I think the mistake a lot of people make is they try to hit the home run from the beginning. Like, mm. it's like, yo, you just started yesterday and you like you thinking so big and it's good to dream big. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to like. Um, make you small minded. But what I'm saying is that before you hit the home run, you got to have some base hits. And what mm. you're going to want to do is have some things, some plans and some commitment for the base hit before you can get to the home run. It's interesting. You used uh, baseball. I remember one of the episodes we, we uh, talked about uh, what's called the sacrificial bunt. Woo. I remember that. I yeah, go go back and go back and watch that episode. But in baseball, there's something called the sacrificial bunt, right? Where the person uh, goes up and they have to sacrifice. They want to hit a home run, right? right. They they want to be they want to go for it, but it's more effective for the entire team if they sacrifice themselves, right? So it's all about the uh, all about the team. But you brought up baseball, and in baseball, you have to practice, right? You don't you don't just go out. And start hitting the ball. You have to practice. Those, I believe, are like the short-term goals. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on my uh, home runs for three weeks. Then I'm gonna work on my my throwing or what. I'm not a baseball fan, but yeah, not, you're, but you're not. All, all these little things. <laughs> a home run is a, yeah, base hits, people. Like, let's. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I said. <laughs> Don't but, come uh, on my show. Don't don't come on my show. Bring, giving no giving no examples of some stuff you on you don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm all I know is that it, uh, the only thing I really know about baseball is that sacrificial bunt. But anyway, the um, you know you you do these 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 goals and say I'm going to work on this for this amount of weeks. Then I'm going to work on that, and yeah. overall, that's what's going to perfect your game, I got which you. is the long term goal. So, so we thinking about like the base hits is what, what you're talking about. So, mm -hmm. all right, I got this example. I want to, you know, kind of run by you. When I was thinking about this, like, how can I, how can I say this to somebody in a, in a practical way? Whereas like in life, if you want to commit to something, like if you want to succeed in something, rather, if you want to succeed in something, you are going to have to commit to it. And again, that commitment may start off as a short term commitment with mm -hmm. plans for it to be long term. But there needs to be some level of commitment. I can think about the fact of when you get engaged. Typically, mm -hmm. if you're going to get engaged, you've been dating for a while. Mm -hmm. The dating is not a long-term commitment, a forever commitment. That is more a strategic commitment. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be with you during this time. And then what happens is at some point, the guy proposes to the woman. And this is where a long-term, a new version, a new level of commitment is presented. And here's what I thought about whenever someone proposes and the woman say, yes, that's what we say. She said, yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Like everybody 
wants to know what she said is like she said yes and this lets you know that we are about to go into a long-term commitment together mm. with nobody i never in my life heard nobody say this like she said maybe like whoa <laughs> wait a minute huh <laughs> say it again buddy yeah she said maybe like like could you imagine when you proposed to your wife i was actually there when you proposed i actually watched it the other day me and my wife watched some of y'all wedding the other day because i was as usual, giving a an anointed word at, at the reception. But anyway, we decided to scroll through some of the other lesser important parts of the wedding. Um, but my, my point is, like, ultimately, when you got down on one knee, could you imagine if you said, like, will you marry me? And, and she said, maybe. Like, yeah, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Like, I just want to know, like, for you, what what would that indicate to you? What would have been your next reaction for that? Well, I, I proposed to my wife during a play, so I would have just acted like it was part of the play. So I wouldn't be embarrassed. There was also like a thousand people there when you proposed. Literally. There were, there was were. it like seven hundred, a thousand? How many people were there? Yeah, it was right around those numbers there. Somewhere okay. between seven hundred and a thousand people at the Fisher Theater. So But yeah, it would it would it would indicate to me actually a lack of commitment. Right? Like right. a lack of well, maybe. I, I haven't quite made up my mind. Yet, if I want to spend the rest of my life with you, so it would be for me, it would be like, wow, OK, so she's not sure for me to even propose. I was sure. Right. But her answering maybe would have shown me like, oh, OK, maybe she's not feeling me the way <laughs> the way I'm feeling her. So so think about this, right? Like because you just made me think about something I hadn't thought about with this which is in order for there to be a proposal, one person did step all the way out and they are completely committed. Yes. So if you get on your knee and you propose to your, your girlfriend or fiance, like she ain't your fiance yet, your girl, mm -hmm. if you propose to her, you have already decided to commit to her. Mm -hmm. But if her response is maybe, mm -hmm. I want you to think about it like this. And, and my point of bringing this up is in order for you to get where you going in life, you're going to have to commit. And it's too many of us walking around saying maybe. Mm. It's too many of us like God called us to do something. God gave you a gift. He gave you a purpose. He created you for a specific reason, which means he's already co committed to supporting you to do that. Like mm. when God creates you for a purpose, ah, let me let, let me just hit you with this. Purpose. Just, mm. just break down the word purpose. I know that mm. we say propose, but mm -hmm. is if you think about that, purpose and propose are closely related. Mm -hmm. So when God created you and gave you a purpose in life, he was already committed. And the reality is for so many of us, we are walking around and our response to God is, eh, I mean, maybe. Wow. Wow. Okay. So let me ask you this. I just thought about this as you were talking. So would you agree that, okay, let me use, use me as an example. For me to risk <laughs> complete embarrassment in front of almost a thousand people, yeah, would you agree that I at least had to think that Lakenya was committed as I was? You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, you have to. You have to. I don't think anybody proposes to their girl with no idea what she's going to say. You know, it's like, yeah. you got to have some type of inkling, right. That, that, that she's going to say yes, or possibly, I don't know. I just thought about that as you were talking and I was like, wow, that if I had no clue, I probably wouldn't have been as committed as I was to actually buy the ring and to get down on one knee in front of all of those people. And see, this is the difference between us and God though. And this is what I love about God. And this this is actually an example of why we could not be God mm. is because we are conditional. We are biased. We are as committed as someone is to us. We mm. are conditional. And so what happens is you ain't proposing to her. If you don't think she going to say, yeah, you're not giving her that ring because that ring has some value to you. You pay some money. And mm. if she say no, you want your ring back. Or if she change her right. mind, you want your ring back. But the difference is when God presents a purpose to us, when he proposes to us mm. and says, I created you for a reason, 
he already knows that some of us ain't going to do it. But mm. the principle of it is I gave you an opportunity. God wow. puts you in a wow. position where he makes you tell him no. So wow. it's like, you got to tell me no. Because even though I know you and I know what you're going to do, I want you to know that I made myself vulnerable and I put something on the table for you. But you mm. just said, so your wife, if your wife's wife watch or listen to this, she she, she going to know like you... You were pretty much like, hey, <laughs> if I didn't think you were going to say, yeah, then you weren't getting this ring, which is the case for all of us. But yeah, I, yeah, I think sure. I think that's dope. So all right, I want to take that a, a step further. Imagine mm -hmm. imagine she says maybe and then you go ahead and marry her anyway. Mm. Now I want I want people listening and watching this to be thinking about the fact that God has created you for a purpose. God is giving you ideas. He's giving you gifts. We're walking around in life telling God, maybe. Now, now wow. the question is, what does maybe really mean? Maybe mm -hmm. means, all right, God, I mean, I know you gave me the purpose and gift to inspire God's people and do a podcast, but I mean, I got other stuff to do. Maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, club popping tonight. I don't really have time to be studying <laughs> for no podcast. To, you know what? Maybe. Mm -hmm. And that is what we do so often in our lives. Now, I want to ask yeah. you a question. I'm curious what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. Why do you think people say maybe? What is the reason, whether whether it's a, what like, regardless of whether it's a, an opportunity, a, a job opportunity, um, business, um, some something God calls you to create, why do we say maybe? Again, I think it goes back to lack of commitment. You just said something key. You said you actually have to prepare for your show. Yeah. But see, the people don't see the preparation. Right. There are people right now watching live. There are some people that's going to be watching this a year, two years, 10 years from now. Right. On YouTube and on Facebook. Right. They're not seeing the preparation that it took you to get there. So with commitment comes preparation. And many times we don't want to prepare. We just want to willy nilly and do stuff and say, OK, you know, OK, I'm going to do um, I'm going to do uh, my show quarantine with Lavelle. Right. I'm going to I'm going to do it this week. But I don't know about next week. I don't, you know, it's just because I don't want to commit to the work that it takes to bring something to fruition. Right. Okay. Um, I, I had to do the same thing with my wife. Right. I had to actually go out physically buy the ring. I got advice from different friends. You, you know, as far as rings and whatnot, um, just, you know, there's preparation is what I'm saying. The preparation that comes along with commitment. So we don't want, to commit to something we don't want to put in time for something that we're unsure about and mm. and ultimately what i'm like again when i started this podcast i literally was not sure that anybody would listen mm. i never had a podcast before i didn't have a podcasting audience again this is five years ago so podcasting wasn't even as popular as it is today mm -hmm. so i had to commit to something before i saw the end result now, what I want people thinking about is I'm telling you right now, we could literally shut off the cameras and the audio right now because my entire goal with this show is to give you something tangible that you could take and can actually better your life. And I feel like we just did that. Mm. You have to commit to the unknown. Mm. And that is where faith comes in. So many of us want to see the answer to the test before we put in the effort. But I'm telling you, man, like this, like understanding has changed my life. The ability to commit to things before you see the result will lead to success. I believe that with every fiber in my being, that if you are able to commit to something before it's obvious that it'll be successful, you will be successful. Because mm. why? Anybody can commit to something that's obvious. Mm. Who wouldn't, mm. if I came to you right now, and said, hey, you know, I want to I want to give you a thousand shares of Apple stock. It's like, yeah. why not? Like, of <laughs> right. course, I, I know what Apple is. But if I came to came and told you that I wanted to give you a thousand shares of J phone, if you give me something in return, you're like, what's J phone? Like, I don't mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. So you got to learn how to buy into things and believe into th in things before everyone else does that's where the huge payoff is at committing to something you know um you know if if your wife you know becomes a multimillionaire, 
hey, wouldn't you be happy that you committed to her before when she was just a, a multi-thousandaire, right? Like you you want to – anybody can can want to be with you when you got money, when you're successful. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's why celebrities had the hardest time finding a committed relationship. But, mm-hmm. you know, hey, J-Lo has said yes plenty of times. <laughs> she, wow. she might she might <laughs> She might have needed to say maybe. Anyway, I don't, I don't typically talk about people uh, by name on this show, but that just came to mind. Like, man, J-Lo, J-Lo might have should have said maybe at least she, seven of those She's committed times. to saying yes, that's for sure. At least seven of those times, she should have said maybe. Um, but, yeah, I, I digress. Yeah, You know, it's it's funny you said that. It, it, I don't know if can – can you allow me to share my screen – Oh, I don't I don't typically I don't typically allow people to to do things like that. Now, I have no idea uh you you asking me to do something that I don't I don't know how to give. Oh, wait. Ah, uh, okay. There you go. Okay, yeah, this is Hebrews chapter 12. I just wanted to read this read the scripture here. It's this is King James. It says, uh, "Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us." And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Then it says something key here. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. As you were talking, I thought about that. And I said, I want to make sure that I share this scripture because this was commitment on Jesus's part. Yeah. Who, uh, 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 for the joy that was set before him. And you and I've talked about that scripture before. There was no joy set before him as far as physically, it was the cross. It was pain. It was suffering, but he was looking beyond that, that, that pain, that suffering. He was looking beyond the cross so that he could be committed enough to go through the cross to get to that joy that was set before us, before him. And because that joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He endured the pain. He endured the suffering because he was committed to making sure that our souls were saved. And for that, I thank God. Look, that's a big deal because we talked about commitment. Now, See, commitment is what you do on the front end of something. So you say, yes, I will do such and such. Yes, I will marry you. Yes, Mm -hmm. I will start a business. Yes, I will start a podcast. Let me tell you something. Saying yes may be the easiest part of the entire Mm -hmm. journey. And Mm -hmm. so many of us get excited about the yes, but then when the real work comes, we get discouraged. And, And the example I have is like, you know, we talking about, you know, she said maybe, right? Like mm-hmm. this idea of you propose to somebody and they said maybe instead of yes. Like how many people say yes and don't even realize what they signing up for? Mm-hmm. Like how many mm-hmm. people say yes at the altar? I do. Yes, wow. I do. Like the literal, literal vows say better or worse. <laughs> and how many of us get to worse and have doubt? I've been there. How many of us get to worse and be like, hmm, I don't. But that's what you said. You said it. So what's my point? That's where endurance comes in. Mm -hmm. When you think about somebody running a race, if they got to run two miles, they have to have the endurance to last that long. Mm -hmm. And the thing about some of us is we don't have the endurance to match our commitment. If you commit to marriage for forever, forever. That's a lot of endurance that you're going to need to be able to stay with somebody through all of life's ups and downs. And so I love that you said that Jesus endured to the other side of the cross Mm. and because that's where joy was. So what's my point? No matter what you're going through in your life right now, there is joy in something on the other side of that. That's why the Bible says joy comes in the morning, right? Like Mm. there is the morning don't have to be literal. Like, oh, I went to sleep and woke up like joy comes on the other side of darkness, on the other side of what you're dealing with right now. If you can endure without quitting, Mm. I told people I'm in my don't give up season. 
we've been talking a lot about not quitting and I didn't even realize that that's kind of what this show was about in a sense. Um, obviously with commitment, but now thinking through endurance. So, uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that scripture, man. Yes, sir. You know, I was, uh, I was, I was watching one of my coworkers turned me on to this show. I have a two year old. This was maybe six, eight months ago. So he's one and a half. He, told me to watch a show called wonder pets right so i put this show on wonder pets for my for my son and it's uh it's these you know these pets and they're going on these adventures or whatnot um but one of the episodes dealt with a caterpillar there were several caterpillars and one of them turned into a butterfly and the caterpillars were uh talking about the butterfly like oh he think he better than us now right yeah, he he doesn't want to you know uh, be around us anymore. You know he think he this, he think he that, right? And they said something in there. They said the um, how did they word that? Oh, they said the only thing that a caterpillar and a butterfly have in common is their past. Woo! And I said, wow, you know, a wow. caterpillar is slow. It's slimy. It, 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 you know, it's crawling along. It's always hungry, eating up everything, right? Yeah. Then it goes into this cocoon mode. And, you know, I don't know if you knew this or not. To this day, they scientists have no idea what happens inside of the cocoon. They have not been able to f- figure that out. And then next thing you know, the cocoon busts open. And this completely different creature comes out that's able to fly that's pretty and lighter and, and you know it's just like amazing and i was like wow the caterpillar has one thing in common with this butterfly and that's the past that's it other than that that is it now what if the caterpillar doesn't commit to going into this unknown cocoon it would just stay a caterpillar it would just stay a little slimy <laughs> slow crawling creature when it could become so much more if it just commits to going into this cocoon no one knows what happens inside of that cocoon but if it just commits and goes inside of that cocoon it's going to come out on the other side much much better what if the caterpillar said maybe maybe (laughs) (laughs) like maybe i'll go and i'll get in there one day or nothing look this idea though that Scientists can't even explain what happens in a cocoon. Look, I haven't fact checked that for myself. So, you know, just know people that if that's wrong, Lavelle Neal said it. He's right <laughs> here. You see his face. Um, but if, if that's true, right, you know, I, I don't take nobody at their word. I got to go look for myself, brother. I, I trust you as much as, as far as I could throw you, and I can't throw you that far. So, um, but considering that, right, mm-hmm. it just makes me think that sometimes what you go through in life and your growth is unexplainable. And, you know, sometimes people will run into you and they can't believe that you are now a butterfly. Mm-hmm. And once you've gone through a metamorphosis and you've grown to somewhere in life, one of the toughest things to deal with is the caterpillars in your life. And wow. it's like, yeah, I was a caterpillar, caterpillar too. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a butterfly. I don't think I'm better than you, but... Like, I don't, but I'm not going to not show my colors because you still a caterpillar. Mm-hmm. And I think like, I'm not one of those people to try to build content around like haters or everybody holding you back or something. But what I truly do understand, and I have experienced for myself and lived through that, nobody really talks about how challenging it is to grow beyond your old environment. And that is a very challenging thing, especially if you are a butterfly that still loves the caterpillars and you still understand the caterpillar, but you also are just recognizing I'm no longer that. And Mm. sometimes those people in your life will continue to try to pull you back into what they are into and to make you feel like you should feel bad or guilty about your growth. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I actually know 
a person like that, uh, older older lady, and that's what she does. She if you're not gonna say her name, like I said, J Lo, don't bring it up. <laughs> say her name, man. Put put a name on it, bro. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> that's toxic as heck. Right. Actually, it was J Lo. Right. <laughs> no. Um. But they, you know, they 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 always would, would hold the past of people as it was as if it were their present, you know. And it's just like, wow, you know, you just refuse to let that go. You refuse to just let, to, to see uh, people grow into something better. It's like, God can do a work. You know what <laughs> if, I think? If he did it for Paul, he can do it for you. He can but do that's it for the me. thing. We, sometimes we can, we only believe in growth like when it's, when it feels like a fairy tale. And I'm specifically using mm-hmm. fairy tale because some of us read the Bible like it is a fairy tale, like yeah. it is some fictional story. And so Paul and mm. David and Joshua, they're not people to us, they're characters. Wow. And wow. so when you read the Bible as if these are just characters in some mythological story, then yeah, I mean, okay, great. Yeah, it's easy for me to believe that Thor can carry this hammer or <laughs> pour, bring lightning from his hands, but don't tell me you can do it. And mm. so until we start, reading and believing and connecting with the word of God as a living, breathing, real thing, then we won't be able to not only see others grow and accept their growth, but we won't even be able to accept our own growth. If we don't believe that people can change, if we don't believe that there is growth through a process that you can become better, because again, throw some of these uh, folks in the Bible in 2022, we canceling David. (laughs) David, you're out of there. Wow. You are out of there. We're not singing no psalms. We not no, you're out of there, buddy. Because <laughs> right. look at what you did, right? And and that's mm. that's the society we live in. I, w- I want to ask you about something. You might not have been following this because you're not a sports guy. And this is not typically what we do on this show, but again, I'm just running with it today because it just mm-hmm. came up in my mind. Okay. Have you followed the Draymond Green story at all or no? Do you know about that? I do not. Wow. I know, I know. Are I you know. a real man or what? What? <laughs> Guy See, don't there, know you go ho- there you go holding my past. Hey, you what? caterpillar. <laughs> I'm calling the calling the caterpillar caterpillar. You you could have, you know what you should have said? What? You should have when I asked you that, you should have said maybe. Ah. <laughs> um, ah. All right, so I'm I'm gonna throw it out there for you then. Draymond okay. Green is an NBA basketball player for the Warriors. I, yeah. You know who he is. Oh, yeah, I'm I know sorry. who he is. I don't know what I'm happened. sorry. Yeah. Do you know he's from Michigan? He's from Saginaw. Mm, okay, I didn't yeah, know that. So you didn't know that. Yeah, so he's, you know, close to the hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, Draymond Green punched one of his teammates this week or last week in practice. Oh, wow. Now, the story came out that he fired on my man, and we hadn't seen the video. Okay. And then someone leaked the video, I think, on Friday. And I'm saying leaked because this was in their closed practice, a private practice. Mm-hmm. So this this – this video came out. Now what's been intriguing to me about this story is watching all of the sports people talk about it. Some people are mad at the leak. Some people are mad at, you know, the Draymond, the punch. I mean, he, he legitimately punched my man in the face, like for real. Oh, wow. um, and he's way bigger than dude too. But it's been interesting to me listening to everyone converse about it because Draymond has done something now that is in the public's eye for us all to judge. And I'm it, look, as horrible as it was, there's a part of me, my heart goes out to him because it's like, man, that's got to be rough because the, the one thing we do well in society today is commentate, commentate on other people's mistakes because we got mm. videos and cell phones mm. and stories. So we do a really good job of talking horrible about everybody else because it ain't on tape when we punch somebody in the face in practice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I thought those dynamics were were really interesting, and I'm I'm curious since you didn't know about that story. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Like, do you think they should they can get past it? If you let, let's make this personal, mm-hmm. if I punched you in the face because we were like preparing for Inspire Guys people, and as <laughs> usual, you getting on my nerves, and we going back and forth, and I punch you in the face. What next? Mm. Brother, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to act saved. 
You know, I, I would turn the other cheek. Oh, my God. Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Okay, okay. So this sounds similar on the basic, uh, you know, on a basic level to what happened. And many people may not have heard about, I don't know if people heard about Will Smith, what he. Oh, and Chris Rock? Did at the Oscars. I know that it wasn't yeah, they, like major they probably haven't news heard or anything. They probably haven't heard of that. <laughs> but, you know, I was uh, kind of contemplating that, and it sounds like it may be kind of similar, except this was on a, that was on a much larger scale. This was supposed to be behind closed doors. But uh, I, don't, I don't really know how to answer that, Jermaine. I don't. All right, so let me ask you this way. Versus trying to put yourself in the position of it, mm -hmm. let's, let, let me ask you about like the Will Smith thing. Okay. Where do you stand as a fan on the outside looking in, not personally affected mm -hmm. by it at all? Do you stand on the side that's like, yo, because I don't know. I, I've only I haven't followed that stuff. Mm -hmm. I know that at one point Will Smith was not was not recording his movies. I think maybe he started back filming again. Mm -hmm. But do you stand on the side that's like, let's say Will Smith drops a movie next month. That's not going to happen because anyway, whatever. Next year, mm -hmm. a new Will Smith movie comes out. Are you going? Are you running to go see it as usual because it's Will Smith, or do you feel like, hey man, I'm not? No, he shouldn't have did that. I'm not. I'm not going to watch it. All right. So I'm of the opinion I, I he did apologize. Now I'm not Chris Rock. You know he didn't slap me, so I can't say how Chris Rock feels about it. But to be honest, I did appreciate his apology. Okay. Um, I, I felt, and, and again, we don't know this man at all. Um, I don't know if it was how sincere it was. It seemed on the outside sincere to me, but this is an Oscar winning actor. <laughs> you know, so I don't. Might not be hard to play that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't know, but uh, it did seem like it was sincere. So I would, I would still support him. Um, but there would be a time frame to be honest. And I'm, I'm going to tell off on, on my wife right now, man. We, when uh, this big thing came out with Liam Neeson, and you know she loved Liam Neeson's action movies. You know that's the guy that played uh, 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 Taken. You know, yeah, well, and, every and, movie he do is Taken. Taken, yeah, the it's plane, the same. Taken <laughs> just on the different train. names. Yeah, it's just the same same movie. <laughs> but um, there was something came out a racial slur that, that he that he said, and for two years he had like three movies come out in the course of two years, and we could not go see those movies. Man, My wife Liam was like, we... Liam Neeson ain't racist. I don't care what he said. He ain't racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see that movie. I'm going to see Taken on the Train, right. Taken in the Jungle, like all the same movie. Yeah, but no, we man. uh we we couldn't go, you know, my wife would not let me watch his those three movies over that course of two years. It was like, nope, there has to be some type of um uh, uh, uh retribution stage there. And, yeah. and she would, you know. She watches them now though. You know, I guess Here, she here's the point about it. Here's the point I'm I'm making when I say that, right? Like, mm. even hearing your response, there's a lot of nuance to that, right? And mm. I'm not here to tell people how to react about things, especially that personally affect you. And sometimes there's a consequence to something where something, you know, a relationship is over or, you know, mm. something is ruined along the way. But what I am saying is this, though. As spectators in today's society, what is uncomfortable to me is like some of these stories that come out. That's why I don't really I don't follow gossip and news and celebrity news because mm -hmm. I'm being honest, man. Some like some of that stuff is like you feel dirty even. <laughs> like why do I know this? Like why do why am I reading this about their family or their personal situation? And the only thing that I'm trying to say is when you look in the Word of God, the actual Word of God, mm -hmm. like people were people, they were human, and. What I've noticed in society today is everyone is self-righteous until it happens to them. Mm. And then they become the monkey on a stage, you know, the clown at a circus that everyone's pointing at them. Here is my personal feeling. If you live your life like that, eventually it will be your turn to be the monkey on the stage. Mm. And so mm. when you are walking around, so let's just say right now, if I'm looking at you and like, oh, LaVille is horrible. He did what? Mm. Well, okay. Let's say I live 60 more years. <laughs> am I saying that in that 60 years, I am never going to slip? Mm. I am never going to find myself in a compromising situation? 
Um, the Bible says something very powerful. It says, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't want to mix up the actual words, mm -hmm. but it, it, it basically says, judge the way you want to be judged. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that we as believers, right? And we are still believers when we reading uh, entertainment news or Apple sending all this news or Yahoo sending, they send so many stories to your phone that you don't want. Yeah, what I'm yeah. saying is like, let's not forget that we are believers. You feel what I'm saying? Carl mm -hmm. Lowe says you reap what you sow. That's facts. Mm -hmm. But let's not forget that we are believers. So that that's the way when I'm looking at whether it's Will Smith, whether it's Draymond Green or these people who get their moment to be the monkey on stage, uh, the clown in the circus. I'm like, I right, judge the way you want to be judged. Yeah. And that's why I try to reason through these things. It doesn't justify when someone does something wrong. Mm -hmm. But the same way that J Jesus said, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. I just think sometimes we live in life and we forget like, oh, maybe you was one second away from making a mistake. Maybe you, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. we got to just be mindful of that. Yes, sir. All right. What else you got, man? Um, <clears throat> That's all I got, man. I did want to talk uh, for a brief minute, man. And I know you're not a, a celebratory person. Um, but I did want to um, congratulate you, man, on five years. And and one of the reasons is because and I, I've said this on your show before, but just in case someone's watching that didn't hear it. The reason I have my show is because of you. Um, the pandemic hit 2020. I was furloughed from work. I literally was sitting at home chilling in my mind. There were so many Netflix shows I was going to catch up on. Right. It was just like I was yeah. in complete chill mode and one night i was uh in the kitchen cleaning up or whatever i was doing and i, I had your podcast playing and you said uh wouldn't it be a shame and of course i'm paraphrasing <laughs> paraphrase uh, don't misquote me brother right right <laughs> you said wouldn't it be a shame that when all of this is over that you don't have anything to show for it Ooh. and i said wow the only thing I'm going to have to show for after the pandemic is over is that I caught up on some Netflix shows that nobody cares about today. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Woo. So that was what made me that prompted me because the Lord had been kind of impressing on my heart to do quarantine with Lavelle. And I, I wanted to do it, but I wasn't I wasn't committed. You know, I, I, it was just a thought at the time. But when you said that, they put a fire under me. So. I want to thank you. I want to congratulate you on five years. That's five years is a long time. Martin was only on for five years, right? And you're still going. <laughs> Baby, we still going. And we got more episodes than Martin, too. Right. Uh, right. I, can't, I can't say we as good as Martin. I don't, you know, that's a classic. I'm not going, I'm not going to act like we there yet. Um, no, I appreciate it, man. You know what's crazy is like, you know, what drives me to keep doing this show. And what even started me in the beginning, what even drive outside of the podcast, people got to understand the podcast is like an extension of who I am and what I mm -hmm. do. And the people who know me, I feel like have been getting a podcast for years. Like they've right. been getting that that version of me for years. Thanks a lot, Carl. Appreciate it, fam. Uh, but for me, like I'm driven by results. And so mm -hmm. when I sit back and look at the world, th like the way I view the world is like, all right, cool. We got a lot of you know, um, memes and jokes going around. And like, when I look at what are the things that get the most attention, for instance, whether it's me, my friends, my family, the things that get shared the most are jokes, gossip. Mm -hmm. Oh, when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, everybody knew about that. Yeah. But the way I look at it and the way I look in the mirror is like, all right, cool. So I'm going to spend all my time today laughing at Chris Rock for getting slapped, laughing at Will Smith, pointing at him, but I'm on the couch. Mm. And, wow. and, and the way that I live life and, and the way I believe is like, yo, like I live life. The, like, if I'm going to spend time on my phone, on the internet, on social media, there better be some value being added to my life. Mm. So that's what drives me to create, inspire guys, people. The goal of this is for this to be something that positively impacts your life and drives you to your purpose and produces results. And mm -hmm. the most, the thing I'm most proud of in five years is what people don't see. I get emails from all over the world 
Africa, France, Sweden, like everywhere. People have started businesses. People have gone back to school. People have graduated. People have become better believers, read the word. And like for me, I'm a person that's about results. So it's like when I say stuff, I'm really not into the whole like, oh, this got a lot of likes. What do mm. likes mean? Mm. Like likes ain't results. Right. You feel me? You can't take likes to the bank. But when mm. somebody like you says that to me, like, yo, I started my show because you said something on your show or I started a business or, you know, I took a job opportunity because of whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to talk about that or not, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give me a Let's talk about it, bro. We don't got to bring your personal business in it. But right. you know what I'm saying? Life, not results. What up, Nick McCurtis? How you doing, fam? Thank you for tuning in, man. Um, but yeah, Lavelle, I, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I was going to ask you real quick, and we, and we, could, we, could, we could talk about that. Maybe. But, uh, we don't have, we don't have to talk <laughs> no, no, we can't. No, for sure we can't. Um, so, I, well, you already answered this question, really, to be honest. But I was going to ask you, when you look back over the five years, when you look at all of the messages you've gotten, the people you've interacted with per, per, personally, do you feel like you've accomplished what you set out to do? Um, I feel like I'm accomplishing what mm -hmm. I set out to do, not accomplished. Okay. To me, accomplished past tense is like, you know, that's what I'll talk about, you know, when this is over with. And I'm writing a book or whatever we do to like, you know, bring it all together. Um, I'm proud of it. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest. I'm proud of this because of the tangible results. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you the things that I'm the things that I'm proud of ain't flashy. Um, mm -hmm. The things that I'm proud of is that we started this show before the pandemic. The pan I have continued to produce this show in the midst of life changes. I've had taken three different promotions since i've started in the five years three or four i've had three or four different jobs since i've started this show so a lot of what people have gotten with the show is also my personal growth i don't always say like hey i'm going through this or i did this good or bad but what i bring is i bring the experience back i bring the content and the tools and resources back because i want to see other people grow mm -hmm. but what i'm proud of most of all is that we've been authentic and genuine to who we are um, throughout the whole time. Mm. Appreciate you, Carl, say it's going to new levels. Yes. Um, and so, Lavelle, the example that I would give is 2020 was a crazy year in the world, right? And I remember, man, and we've talked about this behind the scenes. I remember feeling like, man, there's this pressure to talk about, to make race the primary mm -hmm. um, topic of content because that's what everybody wanted in 2020. For mm -hmm. better or worse, everyone was triggered by race. And I remember saying, man, we are united by faith on this show. Mm -hmm. We're not getting caught up in politics and we're not going to... I never talk bad about presidents. You mm -hmm. never hear me talk. I never publicly disrespect or say anything bad about a U.S. president right. because I just don't like like, I live here. I love living in America. I love the freedom that comes with it. I'm not going to disrespect the office mm -hmm. of president. So those mm -hmm. type of things that I stayed true to is what I'm most proud of. Because as the world was changing around me, we was 10 toes down. Mm -hmm. And lastly, I know I'm saying a lot, my bad. It's good. Lastly, it's all documented. So mm -hmm. if I'm lying, you can go on Apple Podcasts, type in Inspire Guys People right now. You can go to April 2020. What were we talking about? September 2020. What were we talking about? You can go to specific dates. It's documented. And I'm so thankful to God mm -hmm. that by faith, I stay committed to why he told me to do this. Because there are times you have doubts when the entire world around you is triggered. The entire world around you is on. And I'm like, no, nah, I just. No, nah, like God, I, I don't see in the Bible where it ain't about being united. I just don't see that level of division. If you're a believer and I'm a believer, we mm. need to figure this out. We need to work towards something. But I'm not about to align with non-believers against believers because they're a different color. And mm. the whole world made their entire existence about race. And we kept our entire existence about faith and it's documented. And I'm proud of that. 
As you should be, my brother, as you should be. Um, many relationships didn't make it through the pandemic, so but your show made it through the we pandemic. Still here, baby. Yeah, still here. Still we still here, here, man. And um, you know, again, I just hope that what people could take from what we've done so far in these five years, even with what I just said, is like don't be afraid to commit to something. Mm. Don't be afraid to say yes. Stop saying maybe to God, because mm. some of us, if we be real about it, we said maybe to God when the when the world turned against God, we started saying maybe, mm. maybe, maybe God. And mm. we we see that often with believers. We're so quick to align with the world and let them be the leading voices. And I don't believe in that. And I'm not saying that people in the world can't be a leader in their own right. What I'm saying is that, like, I'm not a person that just follows a crowd. And just say, oh, they must be right. No, if that mm. don't make sense, it don't make sense. And I'm not going to sit here and try to make something that don't make sense make sense to me for sake of people liking me or my show going viral. Like that's the goal is not to go viral. I don't know if you've been rocking with Inspire Guys people for five years. Hopefully, you know that we care more about the content being authentic than trying to have a I always tell people. I would rather reach a hundred people deeply than a million people on the surface. Mm. And that is what inspire guys. People is all about. Amen. Amen. All right, man. Well, look, thank you for rocking on this episode with me, Lavelle. I've had a great time, man. Um, and finally getting you on. Hopefully this ain't the last time we get you on inspire guys. People. Yes. Sir. Um, I will tell people though, while we here, man, what, what is next mm -hmm. is we got a bunch of, interviews um lined up that i'm going to be having so what i strategically did over the last couple months is if you go to our apple podcast our audio shows man we got two years worth of interviews with ceos artists people with amazing life stories like all type of things you're going to hear uh sicknesses that they're overcoming people have been shot in accidents people that went from a trap house to being saved i interviewed so many people when we were we were doing the audio show which we this still comes on audio by the way um but when I when I pivoted to video, we started at scratch again. We're talking about commitment. So a couple of months ago, all documented, you can go to see on YouTube, Inspire Guys People, where we started doing these videos. And I was like, are right, we starting at zero on the video, even though the audio presence is still there and a lot of people mm -hmm. listen that way? I didn't want to start off with interviews because I didn't want to start at, at, at the ground level. I wanted to try to understand my identity through video it's a little different get a little comfortable i'm not all the way comfortable with everything yet uh but we've we've kind of made our way and we're we've we're, we're experiencing a little bit a tad bit of growth the, the youtube is growing at a at a slow and steady uh pace but we got some interviews that you're gonna now start expecting uh to be video interviews and get back into some of that and then i want to start expanding to some of the tools and resources uh for people so you'll see my short series on uh, YouTube, the millionaire mindset. And so we're, we're starting to produce some shorts that are around specific content. So expect that subscribe. Um, and hopefully man, it blesses people moving forward. Uh, Carl says when it's a God thing, he provides zeal and empowers commitment. It's our time. I love that. I love that. Sounds like Amen. this is a move of God. No doubt, Carl. I appreciate you commenting and uh, tuning in for sure. Um, this is definitely about staying true to being a believer and being more focused on living out God's purpose for our life. Here's the last thing I say, Lavelle. You talked about being in that cocoon. Mm -hmm. And scientists don't understand what happens to a caterpillar in that cocoon. And this is what I thought about. We live in a society where we're putting so much of our business in the public that we don't have a cocoon to go in. Wow. And sometimes... Sometimes wow. in order for God to mold you into what he's trying to mold you into, you need to go somewhere, cut off your phone, no Instagram, stop trying to, in you can't Instagram from inside the cocoon, fam. Mm. Like some of us are <laughs> in the cocoon, like, look at me, like, no, no, they don't even understand what happens in there. Wow. They ain't supposed to understand it. And I know, I know we gotta be, I know we gotta finish, but it's like, we're so consumed with people seeing us grow that we not growing mm. wow you got anything to say about that i want to i want to give you the space if you got something to say about that before we go because I, I got one more thing but i i feel like you got something 
No, that that hit me. <laughs> okay, okay. I that hit me. That was face. no. That was that was very powerful and very very true. I, and the only thing I thought about was um, Jesus. Right? Uh, we, the people always tell me, well, "What about those missing eighteen years from the time he was twelve when he got Ooh. lost and the, and then when he was thirty he was back on the scene? What was he doing? He was preparing. He was in Ooh. the cocoon. He wasn't public." Right. Like we're like you said, we're trying to do we're trying to be seen in every single aspect. Right. There, People on social media know more about our lives than we do. Man, I need you to do me a favor. Mm -hmm. If you can go to the Bible, is it the last scripture? It's like the very last verse in John, I think. Um, in St. John, I believe it's the very there, there's something important that I and, and we're going to get out of here. But this is important. I didn't even know we were going to talk about this. When I was 18 years old, I used to work in Kmart. Mm -hmm. I was the one hour photo guy, right? The one hour photo guy. Mm -hmm. and, and believe it or not, because I worked in West Bloomfield, that was where the rich people were. Every now and then, like semi-celebrities, meaning people on TV, the the um, the news people, uh, folks from uh, their, their, uh, some of the, the um, people that were on ESPN that lived in Michigan or something like rich mm -hmm. people, you know, they live in West Bloomfield. When I was learning how to develop photos, there was this bag that in order to take the film, the picture from your disposable camera at the time, I know mm -hmm. some of us can't really believe this, but in order to take the film from your disposable camera to create a picture, mm -hmm. there was this bag that I had to put the negative in. Mm -hmm. It was a dark bag that only my hands would go in the bag. And, mm -hmm. and this is where we had to, actually take like if you look at photos mm -hmm. negatives have to be developed woo, in a dark room my I god i should throw this <laughs> listen y'all a picture has to be developed in a dark room if mm. you expose the negative to light it's no good my wow. point with that is some of us are in our negative state we are in that state of a caterpillar. We haven't become who God wants us to be yet, but we are so busy trying to step out into the light and be seen and make people like us that we are literally stunning our own growth and killing our development. So we ain't never becoming who God wanted us to be because we keep trying to be in the light. And God is like, no, I need you in this dark room. I need mm. you in this cocoon so that I can develop you and people can't understand what's happening in the cocoon because they ain't supposed to see when it's just you and God. Wow. Wow. Lord help us. Stunting versus stunting. Woo. <laughs> oh my wow. goodness. Preparation time is not lost time. Right relationship is everything. It's our time. Carl, listen, fam. Amen. Just, Carl just said something. Lavelle, <laughs> earlier you said, we don't want to prepare mm -hmm. because we think preparation is a waste of time. Mm. But that is where God is developing you so that when you come out of that, look at how beautiful a butterfly is. So yeah. that when you come out of that, God can you can have some results, something that you have grown to. And then people will see it and not understand it because the last thing they remembered was that you was a negative. And you went in some dark room and came out a photo that you was a caterpillar. All mm. you did was win in some cocoon. We mm. ain't see you. Where were where you been? I didn't know. And then you came out developed. And I'm telling you, man, mm. this is why I thank God. I always tell people my life is private. My strategy is public. There have mm. been so many times throughout my life that I've had to go in a dark room to be developed. And I ain't tell everybody. I ain't, there's no, I never posted a picture of something. It ain't, you know, all every level of my life. There's no, you, you can go on my Instagram if you want to. You're going to see a bunch of inspirational content. Right. The reason that I do that is because I need to develop before I show you. I can't show you while I'm still a negative. Mm. All right. I know I got to be quiet. I'm sorry. Wow. Um. Wow. Is that I wonder is this the verse? Do you got that that scripture? Is that is that the one I'm thinking about? Is it about the books? Yes. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. There's if you can share that. This scripture is gonna bless y'all, dude. 
I remember reading this eight, nine years ago, and it just blew my mind. Um, can you read Elder? <laughs> yes, sir. Verse 25. What is this? They don't, they don't know. This, I'm sorry. This is St. John chapter 21, verse 25. Is this the last chapter and last verse in John? Last chapter, last Ooh, verse. Come on, man. Can't, can't go any further. Let me make sure. Yep. John chapter, John chapter 21, verse 25. And there are also many other things which Jesus did. The which, if they should be written, everyone, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Mm. Amen. I got, do you got anything to say, bro? Cause I, I, I want to, I, I need, I don't want to, I don't want people to listen back to this and be like, Jay, never let Lavelle say a word. I, I want you to go first, bro. If you got something to say from that. No, I mean that, I think that speaks for itself. You know, there's so many things that Jesus did that it wasn't even recorded. What was recorded was what we needed to survive. What was recorded is what we needed to live this Christian walk. What was recorded was what we needed, but there were many other things that Jesus did that he wasn't public with. There were many conversations that he had with his disciples that were not public because it wasn't for the public. It was just for them at that time. I and I think those are the developmental stages, right? When we're talking about commitment, we have to develop and get to that point where we are committed, right? Whether it's a relationship whether it's ministry, whether it's your job, you know, or whatnot, there's just things that you have to do. And you had early mentioned um, about, you know, me getting a promotion at my job. And uh, I thank you. You had for years were telling me, Lavelle, you need to step up. You need to do this. You need to do this. Right. And I didn't want to. I was I was scared. I was content. I was uh, honestly complacent. Right. I was just like, look, I'm cool where I'm at. Right. I don't want to go any further. I'm fine. But then this little thing happened to me called, uh, what is it? Uh, marriage and kids. And, you know, now I got a son, a wife. And it was like, you know what? The words echoed back to me from you, right? Step up, be committed, do this, right? And you asked me recently, you said, how do you like it? I love it. It's still challenges. It's still some very rough times. It's some very stressful times, but I love it. And thanks to you, thanks to my wife, you know, this was a decision I wish I had made earlier, <laughs> but I didn't and I did now and I'm fine with it. But yeah, I, I, um, I appreciate you, man. I do. I really do. No doubt. And what I love, man, is like, again, is like you said, you love it. You were depriving yourself of something that you would love. Mm. Like, just think mm -hmm. of that. When, when we say maybe instead of yes. Mm -hmm. We're ultimately depriving ourselves of something that we are going to love on the other side. I want to say this about the scripture one more time. I, mm -hmm. I, I got to say this. Look, it says this. And there are so also many other things which Jesus did, the which if they should be written, everyone, I suppose mm -hmm. that the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. I want wow. let me tell you something that script like for me. The Bible be changing my life because I'm just talking about me. I probably read that scripture and it made sense to me maybe eight, nine years ago. Mm -hmm. Before then, I'm going to keep it all the way 100 with y'all. I <laughs> thought we knew everything about Jesus. I thought wow. like, I mean, mm -hmm. hey, we got the life story, like everything he did, every miracle, whatever, whatever. When I read that, I realized, oh, Jesus not posting every moment on Instagram. Mm. Like he's keeping some things in a dark room to be impactful for the people who were there. Mm. Like, so he understood obviously as our Lord and savior that everything ain't for everybody. Mm -hmm. And we live in a world where we are again, so consumed with trying to impress one another that we're not even giving our ourselves a chance to grow. Like you said, Hey, somebody like, Hey, what did Jesus do as a kid? What did he do when he was six? Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. None of your business. Because if he would have wanted you to know, he would have wrote about it. Everything yeah. ain't all our business, but there is something we can mm -hmm. take from what people share. But I just want to say this. I want you to think about something. We preach about the things Jesus did like that was all he did. Wow. Like, 
Jesus turned water into wine. Jesus mm -hmm. did this. It's like, wait a minute. The Bible says that if everything he did would have been written, that the world could not wow. contain the books that would be written. That means Jesus was walking around every day like, be healed. <laughs> be healed. Stand. Right. Rise. He was doing stuff every day. Mm -hmm. Now, if that's hard for you to believe, I want you to think about something. I remember when I was, I have a, a podcast episode about Van Gogh who only mm -hmm. painted paintings for less than like for around 10 years or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he painted thousands of paintings. And I forget the exact time frame. Don't quote me. But people, this is the last thing I'm saying and we out of here. People who say yes to their purpose and not maybe. People who say yes and commit to their purpose accomplish more in a short amount of time than some people who live mm. to be a hundred and ain't living for God. Wow. So it's like there are, think about somebody like Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. Dr. Martin Luther King, like all the pictures I see him, he the same age. But <laughs> right. he accomplished so much in a yeah. short amount of time, yeah. he gave us enough content to last a lifetime. Wow. Imagine wow. how much more Jesus did in those 33 years. Wow. And lastly, imagine what you could accomplish in your life if you commit your life to purpose and doing what God has called you to do instead of simply uh, being consumed with Netflix and Instagram and YouTube and wasting time. And I want this person to like me. Hey, I got to prove to these people that I make more money than them. Hey, got to prove to that person that I'm a butterfly. Mm. What I love about butterflies is they just fly. They can't talk. That's it. That's it. They just fly, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know how they communicate. So maybe they do talk to caterpillars. But to me, I just see every every time you see a butterfly, it's like, oh, that look nice. Wouldn't you just love to be operating in your purpose and just being and people just see it? Mm. Versus you trying, hey, look at me. God blessed me with a new door for my car. Got to show you that. Hey, God put a new tire. Now, I'm not saying, look, don't take this as a shot at people sharing some things. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about golly. Mm. I know too much about some people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've, I've Thanks, seen, Carl. yeah, I've, I've seen cats hang out with other cats. I've seen cats hang out with dogs. I've seen horses around pigs, but I've never seen butterflies around caterpillars. That's crazy. I've never seen them hanging out. That's crazy. Right. That's like, That's I've crazy. never seen that. But I've seen many butterflies together doing yeah. whatever it is they do, right? But I've never seen caterpillars and butterflies hang out together. Wow. Hey, hopefully that is something that people could take from the day um, and, like, bless you and add value to your life. That's what we're about at Inspire Guys, people. Look, if you enjoy this, please like, share, subscribe. Check us out on YouTube, Inspire Guys, people on YouTube. Uh, that's where we share our daily shorts. I kind of share shorts and inspirational uh, messages and information every day. And we are going to be developing a lot more content moving forward. So please stay connected to what we're doing. Again, if you enjoyed it, like it, share it. Uh, share it like it's a meme, you know, that you think is funny, man. We don't share purpose as much as we share ourselves playing around and joking. But this mm. stuff is the stuff that produces results and change your life. And thank you for watching. And thank you, Lavelle, man. Have an amazing night, brother. Hopefully we get you on the show sometime soon again. And uh, yeah, man, you know. Bless you, my brother. Appreciate you. Got, you got to you got to you got to say something before we go. I'm looking at you like, come on, brother. Like I'm touching you, my glasses. My right, you were... like, are you going to say something or are you just going to make me cut us off? Come on. No, man. no. I Listen, I've had a ball. I've learned a lot. And that's one of the values of Inspire God's People. Every time I listen, every time I've been on the show, I've learned something and I've got something out of it. So my prayers that you all have as well. I've always enjoyed it and I will definitely be back one day real soon. All right. Bless you. Thanks, Carl. Much love. God bless y'all, man.